friend. Welcome to Claiming Simplicity Podcast. I'm your host, Monica H. Baker. Are you feeling tired and overwhelmed as a mom working paycheck to paycheck, wanting to get out of debt and enjoy your family? I was too. And I realized if I was going to put God and family first, I had to stop spending all of my time at work. So I created a simplified life plan that allowed me to get out of debt, scale back my career, and still be able to live fruitfully but with more purpose and time than ever before, and I never look back. Inside this podcast, you will learn how to simplify your home and finances, learn simple routines, personal development, and connect your faith. I'm so grateful you're here. If you're ready to create a simplified life that you dreamed of, you are in the right place. Hello, welcome. And if this is your first time listening, I'm Monica H. Baker. And I'm so glad you are here. I'm very passionate about helping you find more simplicity and meaning in your life to truly live the most enjoyable every single day. This was a super duper exciting week on our little farm as we added a newborn Nigerian dwarf goat to our household. She was born a week ago, and it's like having a newborn baby around again with bottle feeding every four hours. It's a lot of work, but it's so worth it. We had to really decide if we wanted to add another kid to the herd since I have some things for business in Utah in the next month and Colorado in October, but she will be old enough, and thankfully, we have some wonderful people that enjoy helping us out. She is so, so loved and is our snuggliest goat yet. And her name is Mildred, but we call her Millie. So now we have Fern, Mabel, and Millie. I'm not a fan of having animals in the house, but we did have a box of hay for our little newborn for her first few days of life since she was only a few pounds and so tiny, and I didn't want her to get scared in the goat shed. (laughs) I sure wish I would have known about goats years ago because... They're my favorite animals so far that I've had. Plus, they're such a learning curve goats that we wanted to learn as much as we can this next year and a half before we start milking them so we can make our own yogurt, sour cream, ice cream, and cheese all with our own milk. Life is about the journey, and I hope you are enjoying it as much as we are. This week... I want to give you three simple ways to save money if you're an impulse shopper so you can stop purchasing items you don't need. Have you ever purchased something and then a few days later wished you wouldn't have? I've done this a few times. (laughs) And when I look back, I had to really examine why I purchased this item. As you know, I'm not someone that has to have expensive things or brand name items or even care what brands are popular because I'm just simply way too practical. But there was a short time in my life where I thought if I bought stuff to make me look good, it would make me feel better. But that is absolutely the furthest from the truth. Thankfully, it didn't last. We had newer vehicles with loans on them, a very fancy home that we built with all the bells and whistles we could afford, and we were living paycheck to paycheck. And I absolutely hate having debt hanging over our heads. And we were not able to travel or enjoy experiences with a family because we just had too much debt. We were just strapped. And then my husband lost his job, and it was very stressful. He took another job 
sometimes working in other states, but we knew we didn't want to live a life like that. It was one of the hardest times of our life, but one of the best things that could have happened to us. And I thank God for that experience because we learned so much about what we valued and what we didn't. Once we put God first and knew our priorities, there was no need to impress anyone else. Trying to keep up with the Joneses does not impress God. We give all the glory to God in whatever we do as we live for eternity now and know that everything we have is God's, not ours. Keep an open hand, friend, as it is not ours to clinch. So funny because the message this morning from the pastor was on that as well, about how everything is his. It doesn't matter if it's your body image, money, everything. It is all God's, not ours. And there's nothing that we can do. As we keep our hands open to giving and receiving, God will give you more than you could ever imagine. Make sure to give him the glory. There's not anything we can do on our own. I seriously could not have even imagined this life we have, even 10 years ago. But listening to God's will and knowing he will provide, trust him with everything. Okay, so the first thing to do to save money is to take your credit card number off of any online shopping apps. It makes it way too easy for you to just put in your cards and pay automatically. The extra step of having to go and get your card number can save you a lot of money. Also, if you do shop online, make sure that if you put something in your cart, leave it there for a few days before purchasing because you might change your mind. Just like those other things that I was talking about earlier and a few days later not really needing that item, once you think about it for a few days, you just might not want it. And think about if it's really in your budget. Second way to save money is to avoid going in the store when shopping. Most stores allow you to order online and then pick up. So if you're going into a store, you'll usually come out with a lot more than just the items on your list. And you tend to spend a lot more. It also makes it much easier to stay within your budget because you can delete items if you're over and rethink your purchases when entering them online. Also, do not use credit cards. Most people do not pay off their credit card balance every month. So if you are purchasing items without paying attention to the allotted amount, you could be going over your amount allocated and can easily slip into way more debt than you want to. And lastly, ask yourself if this is a item you need or is it just an item that you're trying to impress someone? Is it something you can borrow? Do you have a place for the item? Is it in your budget? Will it improve your life? I think about our patio furniture. We have an old table and chairs that we bought used several years ago. It's comfortable, not broken, but it's very ugly. <laughs> I could purchase a new set and bring this to our cabin, which we really could use some old furniture up there, but I haven't put it in the budget because right now we are building some little sheds for our animals. And even though the furniture is ugly, it still works great. And I certainly wouldn't want to go into debt for it. 
Also, when buying something, I do like to purchase quality items so they last a very long time. So I won't want to purchase something that we would have to replace in a short amount of time. I've had my kitchen rugs that I purchased at a craft fair probably about 15 years ago. They're heavy duty weaved rugs that we can wash and they just may last my lifetime because they're so very durable. I usually buy a general color too instead of a fad item or color so I don't have to try to keep up with having a modern home. That just isn't important to me. If I pay good money for something, I want to use it for many years. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you can use some of these money-saving tips. Enjoy your week, friend, and really think about what is important to you this week. Remember, when you look at where your money is spent, that is your value. Where are you giving your money? Think about that this week. See you next week.